0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. Emotions were high and all over the place last night for the Flames' win over the Dallas Stars in Game 1. But we cannot see that kind of game ever again if the Flames really want to win. You're Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, uh joined by my co host today, uh, my little kitty, Brew Brew. Uh, today's episode is going to be a good one. We are, of course, recapping game one of. Uh, Round one for the Flames against the Dallas Stars. I hope you're having a great day today. Thank you so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Audible, Odyssey, and of course, we're free 99 on YouTube as well. Um, (laughs) Normally, I don't have my cat with me, but today I do because he is uh, extra clingy. Oh, of course, as soon as I say that, he uh, wants to jump down, but... We need to talk about last night's game because that was a disaster, regardless if it was a win or not. It was an ugly win. Um, Blake Coleman, he, in the article that I went over yesterday, talked about how the better team cuts the crap when it comes to taking extra penalties and these unnecessary penalties and stuff after the whistle. And Rasmus Anderson gets it ejected from the game. Because of stuff that's going on after the whistle, and it was uh, after a hit uh, Matthew Kachuk threw, and then uh, John Cl- like the whistle was blown, and they they fought a little bit, and then the whistle was blown, and then uh, John Klingberg and Rasmus Anderson start going at it, and it just it wasn't even a good fight, or really even worth something fighting over to begin with. Um, The Flames were just not able to rein it in either after taking those penalties and ending the first period. Not like, do not get it. (laughs) It's getting lost in here that Elias Lindholm scored the one and only uh, game in the first period on the power play. So congratulations. But what I'm having a hard time with is the penalties, all of the penalties that were taken. And I, Don't have a good excuse for them. The Flames sure as heck didn't, but maybe it was first game jitters or something, but they cannot ever play like that again. It was so unnecessary and so risky that you just don't, you don't do it. You don't go out there in the first game of the first round and start throwing haymakers because you want to start fighting. You don't, this isn't, you know, boxing or MMA. Like, you don't get to just start fighting people because you don't like the way something happened. Um, it, yeah, retaliating and, you know, making sure someone gets their payback is, is fine. But when it's not even like a a questionable hit or a big hit even, it was just pathetic. It's like they just wanted to go at each other. And then, you know, you have your top defenseman getting tossed because he's involved in a second fight after the whistle. And uh, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand why the Flames went out and did what they did. It was severely undisciplined. It was unnecessary. And it was just uncalled for. This team is so much better than what they were last night. And they let... They let Dallas get the best of them and get in their heads. Um, you know, Blake Coleman, he technically scored a goal and um, it was called back due to interference. It, it was textbook interference. But, you know, I just, none of these calls are getting called like a month from now, or I shouldn't say none. Most of them aren't getting called a month from now. And Blake Coleman, I don't know what what you did who you which one of these refs wives you dated or like something because he was number one on their like crap list he was not the guy that um you wanted to be last night (laughs) the refs were just all over him i it was just a very frustrating game in my opinion it like there was no other way to describe it. No one thought that this was going to be a one nothing game. And it was just a lot of emotions all over the place. Markstrom had an easy night. Ottinger was busy. Flames didn't let Dallas get a shot on goal for the first 11 minutes of the period. Okay. Like, that's not... <laughs> it, it was just very... I don't want to call it boring or bland because it wasn't that, but it was not Flames High. Sorry, um, I, my Apple Watch decided to talk, but um, it just wasn't the Flames that we know and have watched all season. It's like they let Dallas get into their heads in that first period and it just spiraled out of control afterwards. Markstrom literally just stood there And maybe, he had 16, they had 16 shots all night. He had nothing. I mean, great. That's great. He had an easy workload. But, like, he had nothing to work with. (laughs) The team in front of him was doing a good job. But, you know, they did put him at risk when they were on the penalty kill and whatnot because you're obviously down a man. You don't get, you don't have that extra attacker. You're not fighting the way that you normally do, or playing the way that you normally do. And I think what was so frustrating to me, it was just that it was penalty after penalty after penalty. And then they had power play advantages and couldn't generate. But we're going to talk about that next because I just, I'm so frustrated with how last night went, even though it was a one nothing win, but one-goal games are not going to win you the Stanley Cup. That is not how you're going to win in the postseason. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless, seemingly intimidating questions and wait while well, the person behind the counter orders the parts For you, while you can do it for yourself at home, saving a bit of money. Rockauto.com has everything you need to get your car fixed and ready to go for those summer road trips. You know, I love me a good Memorial Day weekend road trip. I love me a good, you know, summer road trip anytime, anywhere. Rock Auto will help me get my car ready. So let's help you get your car ready. Uh, why choose to save 30, 50, or even a hundred percent more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership when rockauto.com is right there for you. Rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They don't have different price tiers for, you know, different members or experience or anything like that, which is my favorite thing about it, uh, Go and explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs. That's my favorite thing about this website is how easy it is to use. I know that I drive a Hyundai Sonata uh, Limited, so that's like what I type in, and it pops up everything I could possibly need, and it's wonderful. I don't have to look for a certain car part and wonder if it's compatible with my car. It will pull it up. So, you can start uh, getting your car ready today at rockauto.com, and you can go there right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box, so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Lockdown Flames, especially as we get this postseason rolling. Um, make sure you're following me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. I am so frustrated. I, like, watching this game, it was just back and forth, back and forth. Just penalty after penalty. My watch is literally telling me to breathe. So, let's no, you know I'm frustrated. But... They could not buy an even-strength goal. You know why? Because they were too busy killing off penalties every every other shift to even try. Or they had the power play. There were five penalties each between, like, there were ten penalties assessed total in five between both teams. And one of the worst parts of this game was watching them go. In and out of the box. In and out of the box. In and out. And nothing happening. Like, it's not even like you could say, oh, you know, they've the, like on the power play. You know, they scored last time. So, you know, they'll be able to figure something out this time. No, they couldn't get it together. You know why? Because they were down Rasmus Anderson, who is a great playmaker. But for whatever reason, nothing was working last night. And I think the stars were just... A little too in your face for the flames liking and they were so aggravated and just playing this mental game and like I said it spiraled from there it spiraled out of control and the flames were just kind of like yeah we're gonna go with it and then John Klingberg had the audacity to say post-game That him and the Stars are going to be going after Matthew Kachuk. Okay. Good luck. Have fun. He'll be scoring goals. But I get it. It's the postseason. You want to talk your trash. You want to do this. You want to do that. But what? Why? Like, just try... To pretend like you're not a tough guy for five seconds it i tweeted it but it, it gave me the same vibes as that annoying blonde kid from uh polar express and it's just like yeah we're gonna go after matthew Kachuk. like okay go ahead do that let let me know how well that works out for you um i think that they're gonna do their best to get to continue to get under the flame skin and it is going to show and test the flames discipline, especially when offense is kind of struggling the way that it was last night for the flames they just kept hitting, they were hitting the post they weren't getting any luck they they were doing fine, like setting up passes and whatever, but there were occasionally a few. Oh, me to even say this, but where they just like regressed with um, communication or chemistry and just they completely regressed with fundamentals in terms of overpassing or silly little turnovers. But I think that the stars, this is where this is where the flames truly lucked out last night. Even if they were playing down to the stars level. The Stars had some of the worst zone entries I have ever seen. Players were going one way while the others were going the other. It just did not work. I don't know what Rick Bonus is doing in practice, but zone entries was clearly not one of them because there, there were just so many moments where it was like, you could have easily generated a high-danger scoring chance. But you weren't. You weren't able to do that. And, you know, Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn, like, they they didn't look as dangerous and tough as they used to. Joe Pavelski, though, he sure did. He sure did. And I thought that it was just a very weird game one. And I'm going to... Explain it away as I don't know how, like, pre like jitters, like, first day of school jitters because both of these teams didn't make the playoffs last year. And the last time they were in the playoffs, they played each other, and it was very messy. It was just messy. And I keep going back to that, but like, the Flames just were not playing good. Good enough hockey, I should say. They were struggling. They could not find anything to help them out. And it was a nice one-touch pass from Matthew Kachuk to Lindholm that did end up finding the back of the net. But what, what if that goal had not happened? I don't like living in whataboutisms or anything like that. I just think that it's very... Uh, telling that they could not even score on the power play last night other than one time. One out of five times. So they clearly have their work cut out for them and have a bit more uh, work to do because I don't... I don't like what we saw last night. I don't think that Daryl Sutter likes what we saw last night. And... um. I am just so blown away right now by the fact that um, it, it was as physical as it was in game one. But coming up next, we are going to talk about, again, what needs to improve so we never have to talk about game one again. And before we do that, I'm going to talk to you about built Bar. Built Bars are a delicious tasting protein bar that everyone needs in their uh in their cabinet and their diet and in your repertoire and your palate. Uh, They are covered in 100% chocolate and they have the first ever protein infused marshmallows, which are absolutely delicious, that are also covered in 100% chocolate. Built bars are a great way to get extra protein and uh, get all those macros that you need to hit your goals. I know for me, I do not eat enough protein. So when I am on the go. I really need to, you know, on campus, especially this time of year, I shovel a protein, <laughs> the built bars uh, down in between study sessions and getting my show ready for the next day. So head on over to built.com today and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order at Bilt.com. Wow. I feel like this episode... It's just so negative. (laughs) You know, the Flames just won their first game of the series. And I am talking about how bad it was. Because it was bad. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you know, at least they won. Well, yes, that's great. They won. But they could have played a much better game. And when you start letting bad hockey slide, you start seeing what you saw from the Flames Uh, last regular season, and the postseason before, and then 2019-2020 season, and you just start to see mediocrity. You hold your players accountable into a certain standard, and you make sure they get it done. It's that simple, right? Game two is tomorrow night, and there are plenty of things that need to tighten up in between now and then, and number one being that discipline, The penalties. I don't care. I truly do not give a flying hoot that the penalty kill went 100% last night. I don't. I just don't care. You allow the Dallas Stars to get a man advantage five times. Five. Five. That is unacceptable in the postseason. In the regular season, you know, eh, I get it. But five. Five. Mark Giordano's old number. That's so many chances for them to score on that man advantage. Granted, it's almost like half of their shots on goal through the entire game. But I want this team to focus on getting the puck in the net. Okay, There needs to be some sort of discipline and accountability because, you know, leave this hucking your body around two players like Brett Ritchie and Milan Lucic, okay? That's what they're on your fourth line for. They are these big body dudes who will slam whoever they need to slam. Retaliation, whatever it may be, is silly for, you know, your big stars to be doing it. For Rasmus Anderson to be out there doing that, it's silly. And a quote actually just came in from Daryl Sutter uh, and Noah Hannafin in regards to John Klingberg's comments last night. And Sutter says, whatever, don't think those guys are going to be fighting each other again. And then Hannafin goes, it's playoffs. Um, yeah. Honestly, he's not wrong. Uh, Sutter. I think that the stars, you know, they tried to go out there and be like, these big, tough, you know, Oh, in your face guys. But I think deep down, they're such an inconsistent hockey team that the, we're not going to see we're not going to see that. We might get a little bit more offense from them in game 2, but they're so inconsistent. Remember when we dealt with this with the Flames and how frustrating it was for them and how in their own head they got? That's what they're doing. Uno reverse. So the Flames know what it t- knows what it takes to beat a team like the old Flames. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I hope so. But go out there and shoot the puck. Even the cat agrees. The cat agrees that you need to be shooting the puck. Um, I have such a hard time sitting here and like giving this team praise and like kissing their butts when they scored one goal on the Dallas Stars in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Cut out this extracurricular activities after the whistle. Remind them that you're doing what they can't when you score multiple goals a night. And Markstrom's barely seeing any shots. They could pull out, they could. <laughs> Yesterday or last night after the post game, I listened to uh, Game Over on over on the Steve Dangle on Steve Dangle's network and uh Peter Klein said something along the lines of they should have just pulled Markstrom and gone with an extra attacker yeah there were definitely some times where I was like what is happening uh because Markstrom we didn't see that side of the ice very often you just didn't and I want to see that again tomorrow night but I want to see it with more urgency from the Flames in a matter of scoring, I don't want to see another one goal game, a single a lone goal game, I should say, because you know what? if a game ends, you know three to two, four to three, whatever, that's Daryl Sutter hockey. And last night was Daryl Sutter hockey, but not not in the good way. <laughs> um, I th- that's all I have. If I don't have any more predictions, I, I we went through this two years ago because every time i tried to say something nice about this team, they would just fall apart on the ice. So I'm going to talk bad and hope that they do well because reverse psychology is uh, clearly what it takes to win around here. So thank you everyone for tuning into today's episode of Locked on Flames. As always, I am Jess Belmosto. You can find me on Twitter. You can find the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I hope this show is your favorite podcast. Uh, you can rate the show, leave a nice little review. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Odyssey, Audible, YouTube. Come hang out with me in the comments. I would love to chat with you. And um, I will see you, what's today? Wednesday? Thursday <laughs> for uh, th- some some more previewing of game two. And hopefully uh, we get some uh, accountability from from the players because I don't like how last night went and they shouldn't either. Talk to you then.